Welcome to Barbecue Radio Network, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Andy Groneman, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading pitmasters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of the Barbecue Radio Network. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Barbecue Radio Network. I'm Dave Caius along with our executive producer T-Bone and my co-host, two-time U.S. National Brisket Champion at the Chest to Chest Invitational Pitmaster of Smoke on Wheels, Andy Groneman. That's a mouthful. (laughs) That's the short version, too, Uh, by the way. That scratches the surface. That's the short version of all of his titles. Uh, Coming up, we've got Craig Renfro. He's got a title, owner and president of tailgatermagazine.com. We've had him on the show before, um, and I recommend everybody, before we bring him on next segment, look it up, tailgatermagazine.com. Great website. Just, Just an outstanding website. And also, Andy, with all those titles, we will be talking to him in our fourth segment about sausage today. Yes, sir. Which to me is a good winter thing to eat. It is. And it's the best time of year to make it. Okay. I'll believe you on that. we'll talk about that. I will believe you on that. So, you know, my, my New Year's resolution... Was to go to barbecue joints. Was to eat. <laughs> Take one for the team. Just go so eat you know, I successfully ate through last year. So I'm going to successfully we, eat through we, we 2022. <laughs> T-Bone just gave me a Barbecue Radio Network t-shirt. And I'm like, yeah, it's not going to Are, are you going to call it a keto diet or something this time? <laughs> like, is, are we just going to say we're still eating um, through? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not that bad of a liar. So here's the deal. So, you know, my, my, my. New Year's resolution was to try new side dishes when yes. I go to barbecue joints. And that it may be a place I've been to before or whatever. So I went to one. I was craving burn ends a few weeks ago. And I went to this place I've been to before. Their brisket's okay. French fries were good. But so I went in there with the I, I wanted burn ends. And then Absolutely. and then I'm looking at their sides and they didn't really have anything fancy that I've never had. So I got burn end sandwich and their baked beans. And I, this is the reason I'm not going to say the name of the barbecue joint. The baked beans were better than the burnt ends. Really? They were awful. But now, but to their defense, and, and, and I realize all over the country does not have burnt ends. It's kind of a Kansas City and some other place type it thing. Is. But everybody has kind of their own interpretation of burnt ends. Okay. There's a place in Kansas City called Joe's. And to me, those are just cubed little steaks that are delicious. And this place was kind of grisly. Oh, I was not. It was not good. For, and for me, the, the quintessential Kansas City burn end was Smoking Guns Barbecue. I love their barbecue um, up in North that, Kansas City. Yeah, North Kansas City. Phil's burn ends were the, the top of the list for me for a long time. I haven't been up there recently. I have. But Plowboys <laughs> had some great burn ins. Yes, Plowboys has good burn ins. And so they were closer. So I kind of, if I'm looking for burn ins there, or, you know, Q39, kind of hard to beat. I like burn-ins. theirs. I like theirs. I, I went to a, another place, uh, doesn't make a difference which one. And again, nothing really creative on their sides. Mac and cheese, though. Hard to go wrong with mac and cheese. And it, it, was, it was really, I've, I've gotten into mac and cheese now for my side. But as you know with me, Cheesy potatoes is where it's yeah. at. 
I love cheesy potatoes. So a few weeks ago, I did a comedy show in Oberlin, Kansas. I was performing for the Decatur County Awards Banquet. All right. Yay. Yay. What's what my were they award? award? Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. It was like, oh, you've been here five years. Here's a pen. Um, <laughs> but they put me up at the Oberlin Inn and RV Park. Now, I realized you kind of want to, you know, make a small town joke. But here's the thing. This this hotel, motel, I should say, in RV Park has a cabin, a freestanding cabin. Me, that's right, Mr. MVP, Mr. whatever I am, they put me up in the cabin. Wow. It was it was a gorgeous little cabin. And um, they finally had to come and ask me to leave after a couple of days. But it was it was a really nice little cabin. And uh, but so at the dinner that night, you know, when you're out in Kansas, man, you know, it, it's farm country. Prime rib. Thickest cut of prime rib that I have had in a long time. And it was delicious. You you are indicating about two and a half inches it's a, thick. It, it's the thickest yeah, one I've a ever had. double cut. It's, that's the, a- it's the thickest prime rib I've ever, ever had in my life. And so, you know, you get a plate and then the person slaps this prime rib on there and you're like, yeah, thank you. And then the next person I look up, cheesy potatoes. <laughs> Huge pile, so, right? So I'm like, she puts a scoop. I go, can I have, a, can I have another scoop? Oh, sure. Yep. All right there. Next one, green beans. <sighs> so, okay. You had room left on the plate for a little bit. Be- so uh. she puts some green beans on there and she goes, you want another scoop? I go, no, no, no. If I start putting too much green in my body, my body will reject it. So prime rib, cheesy potatoes. I'm pretty much okay. Rolling butter. Um, And by the way, speaking of Oberlin, Kansas, you can hear us on the Cowboy 95.3 FM KWKN. Then, speaking of cheesy potatoes, I was in Emporia, Kansas a couple weeks ago performing for them, which, by the way, you can hear us on My Country 99.0 FM. K-H-D-L. They had pulled pork and cheesy Cheesy potatoes. potatoes. Yes. Man, I was in heaven. I was in heaven. Living the life on the road. I'll tell you what. You know, I'm sorry. You're not supposed to gain weight when you do that, but I was happy to. Comedy paved the way to potatoes. (laughs) Did you log this information like Andy suggested to you? Anyway, it's time now (laughs) for the Ask Andy segment. Sponsored by our barbecue sauce of the week, which is Smoke on Wheels Barbecue Marinade. I've heard it's pretty good. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. For those of you not getting that inside joke, this is Andy's product, Smoke on Wheels, which, by the way, is delicious. It's barbecue marinade. You need to check it out. T-Bone, what do you got for us for Ask Andy? Andy. Yes, sir. I'm up here in Minnesota, and it's what you guys down south call cold. Yeah. What considerations do you have for, and this is underlined, successful cold weather queuing? And that's from James Nordquist in Fergus Falls, Minnesota. Well, successful would mean all my fingers and toes are still attached, <laughs> whether, it's from, whether I've gotten frostbite or I've accidentally uh, maimed one. No, seriously. Sadly, sadly, he, sadly he has a good point there. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, but seriously, the, the biggest thing about cold weather cooking obviously is that the outdoor temperatures have an impact on your cooker the the walls of the cooker the cold air make make it harder to maintain heat so you typically have to use more fuel whether it's a gas grill or a a charcoal cooker or a pellet cooker you're going to use more fuel to get to that same temperature and maintain it 
while you're cooking in cold weather. So when you do that, you just want to make sure that you're keeping a clean fire and a consistent fire because that is the easiest way to start to oversmoke or get too much of that wood flavor into your food is when you have to start pouring the fuel to the fire to keep your heat up. That changes the smoke profile and everything in your pit. So you want to run a nice, clean, hot fire, and you just have to maintain that coal bed so that it stays plenty hot for that cook. So so let me ask you this. So when, when you've got, okay, I'm picturing one of those where the, you got the gauge on the outside, right? Sure. Okay. So do you see the, the temperature on that gauge going down quicker when it's cold and you're like, uh-oh, and you got to jump in there? Oh, yeah. If, if you've let your fire go down at all or if you're using a pellet cooker and you ran out of fuel, right, that temp's going to dive off in a hurry. Really quick. Yeah. So you want to maintain it or you're going to be struggling it and have that up and down constantly. Is that going to be bad on the meat if it if it goes up and down a bunch? And it's not consistent, or does it's, it eventually work out if you hit the right temperature? Yeah, it'll eventually work out. The The problem you got to worry about is is the high and the low peaks, right? So okay. it, it could extend your cook time by hours. <laughs> Especially if it's a big brisket. Yes. Yes. Or in my case, a pork butt. So anyway. <laughs> Elaborate. <laughs> Elaborate. <laughs> With cheese and potatoes. Thank you, Andy. Uh, we're going to send out to James up in Minnesota, nice warm Minnesota, a bottle of the Smoke on Wheels barbecue marinade. Now coming up, very excited to have a returning guest. Three time? Is it three time T-Bone? Returning guest? Twice? Three times? Uh, I think twice. Twice. Uh, Craig Renfro, super nice guy. He's the owner and president of Tailgater Magazine. And right now, go to your computer, look up tailgatermagazine.com. There's so much on there. You're going to like it. And we're going to be up next with Craig Renfro right here on Barbecue Radio Network. You love food, and when you love food, you love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends and family's faces when they bite into it. Old Hickory Pit Smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll-free, 800-223-9667. Three tours driving Humvees in Afghanistan. Six years treating soldiers. Twelve years flying choppers. When my sister came back from her last tour in Afghanistan, she didn't want to talk about it, but she knew I was there to listen. My son saved lives as a medic in the military, and I always remind him how much his service meant to our country. Sometimes my husband still has difficult memories. They can be overwhelming. With the Veterans Crisis Line, I know where to turn when we need support. I made the call and got support for my sister. I called because I was concerned about my son. We got him connected to care, and it's made a difference. The Veterans Crisis Line is here for all veterans and their loved ones. Call 1-800-273-8255 and press 1, or chat online at veteranscrisisline.net. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Network. Dave Kais along with Pitmaster Smoke on Wheels, Annie Groneman. And this week, 
Very excited to have back, especially football weekend, Craig Renfro, owner and president of Tailgater Magazine. Check it out, tailgatermagazine.com. It's a free subscription. Craig, welcome back to the show. How are you doing down there in, uh, I'm sorry to say this, how are you doing down in Texas? <laughs> well, um, a, a bit of a Dallas Cowboy hangover, but uh, <laughs> I guess over the last 25 years or so, I've gotten pretty used to that. <laughs> you know, I, I, I tell my kids, you know, believe it or not, before you guys were born, you know, going to the Super Bowl or at least the conference <laughs> championship was, was a pretty regular deal. You know, like we could have played in 16, the first 30 Super Bowls and actually did play in eight of the first 30. <laughs> but uh, apparently uh, the, the only thing that could, this just makes logical sense is Jerry Jones just absolutely had to have sold his soul to the devil to win those first three, you know, that he, that he did. And uh, because everything else just defies logic, conventional wisdom, statistical, you know, proportionability and, and, and everything else. Well, so, well, you know, Craig, I'm, I'm a lifetime uh, Chiefs fan and people forget before Patrick Mahomes and a couple other good quarterbacks, we, we were terrible, but here I am a cheese fan watching your <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. And even I was yelling at the TV going, why is he doing a quarterback? Uh, what do you call it? Not sneak. Um, yeah, draw. Draw. Yeah. Quarterback. But, uh, why? Yeah. Whoa. 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 Throw the ball. I, even I was yelling at the TV and I'm not even a Cowboys fan, but I felt, I felt bad for you guys on that one. I just felt well, bad. It's uh, we appreciate your uh, <laughs> condolences there, but uh, unfortunately, it's uh, the, the autopsy has begun, and there will be some heads that uh, will be chopped before this is all said and yeah. done. So, uh, but uh, yeah, we 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 have already cried in my beer and, and spilled it all over myself as well. So, uh, you well, know, you're beating that dead horse. Well, speaking <laughs> of chopping meat, let's talk barbecue. Uh, Absolutely, you've got a great expression, um, and again, I want everybody to check out tailgatermagazine.com called home gating and there'll be a lot of that coming up it's going on this weekend because there, there's what four games eight teams still left um so let's talk about a specific dish that you would what, what's your what's what's your go-to dish to start with with some home gating when you're having friends over watching football well, there, there's a variety of them, and it depends on how good of friends that they are. Um, <laughs> if it's the ones that, you know, uh, yeah, we hang out every once in a while, but, uh, you know, uh, you know, you could obviously go a little bit low, low budget with, you know, you know, something like hot dogs, brats, or, or, or wings. Um, or, know, or celery pretty, with barbecue sauce on it. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, you know, taking it up a notch, you know, you can can uh, go in with, uh, you know, because I'm here in Texas, you know, uh, fajitas, a Tex-Mex mm. kind of dish is, oh, yeah. uh, is certainly uh, something very quick, very easy to do. You know, just get you some skirts. Say, uh, put it on the, I've got a Blackstone griddle that I use that, uh, you know, it's done in just a couple of minutes. You know, the peppers and onions on there at the same time. And, uh, you know, that's a, a nice meal. But it's an upgrade from, you know, a hot dog or a broth for sure um you know, do you, you have a go-to go marinade for that skirt yeah, yeah uh, i do it's called claude's um and i'm not sure if it's available nationwide but uh it certainly is here in texas and uh and i know it's available online so um if is you like a hot spicy kick marinade Claude's is your go-to. It is the best of any I've ever tried. Craig, is that spelled C-L-A-U-D-E-S? Correct. Okay. Okay. Uh, of course, we're talking with Craig Renfro here at Tailgater Magazine, and he's recommending Claude's to go with Claude's. Um, let, let's do. Let's let's kind of look at some stuff here. 
you got you got friends coming over. Let's start one specific dish. Let's kind of go from the beginning to the end. And 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 how are you going to impress your friends? And and forget about budget. All right, let's just throw budget <laughs> right, out. Right. Yep, ab- absolutely. Here is a surefire, never fail. I can't believe this tastes as good as it is. That will impress everybody. I call them chicken bombs, and they can be used as, as a main course, but I use them primarily as, a, as an appetizer. Um, get yourself about you know five or six chicken breasts. Again, depending on the size of the party coming over, but yep. you know, five or six good-sized chicken breasts, and you're, you're good for 10, 12, 15 people for sure. Pound them out with a, uh, you know, with a meat mallet. Slice sure. them into strips. Then get you some uh, some cream cheese. Put a little, you know, nice little healthy dollop of cream cheese on there. Stick a jalapeno in it, and then get a strip of bacon and wrap it all up. You know, stick a couple of toothpicks in there. Wrap it all up to hold kind of everything together. So it's almost like a. It, by the time it's all said and done, it's between the size of a baseball and a softball. Yeah, I was gonna say. So and you're then, not doing individual strips. You're actually rolling them like roulade style and doing the whole yeah. shooting match. Yeah, absolutely. And and then and then I put them uh, on the uh, the Green Mountain Grill pellet grill, set at about 180 for for 25, 30 minutes. So they get that nice smoky flavor to them and then take them off, crank it up to about 400 and then throw them back on there for another you know 20 minutes or so till you know, they come to temperature. And uh, when I take those off and bring them in, of course, you know, you, you some people just say, oh, I'm going to get the whole, the whole handle of it and just grab it on the plate. And I said, like, well, <laughs> you can, you know, cut those into, you know, two or three portions if you want. It's like, um, they're, it's just a gooey, cheesy smoky jalapeno kick pork bacon chicken heaven yeah um, so does that bacon crisp up real nice at 400 yes, or is that does. so that it, gives you it, enough heat to it it, it, it actually does uh, i initially started cooking it a little bit lower but uh, you get them up to a higher temperature and it, even if you still is like hey it's not cranking you know maybe crank it up to 420 425 if you need to to, to get it out there but uh yeah it, it, it definitely gets it crisp without overdoing the chicken for sure because I, I you know i'm a firm believer in using the one of those you know instant read the monitors uh thermopop is in my opinion for the price point it's the best one yeah. out there yeah, yeah, I mean, it, they're what, 30, 35 yeah, bucks or something bucks. like that? Yeah, yeah they're great. 30 bucks, and, and they will give you literally within a couple of seconds your, your, your temperature. I've, I've tried dozens over the years, and it's, it's, they're, they're not the cheapest, but they're by far not the, you know, they're not the expensive. Uh, you know, you spend hundreds of dollars on thermometer. I've yeah. never found anything that, that beats that. And so the, the chicken bombs are uh, a, de- a surefire hit. Um, Another thing that I have that's uh, it's it is an appetizer and can't really be you consumed any other way. Although I guess you could. But and, and Craig, I just want to let you know we got about a minute and a half. So if we have to carry this over, we will. But go for keep going, buddy. Okay. Well, it's um it's just a, a smoked queso dip that I again put on my my Green Mountain Bill pellet grill that i use on the on the dutch oven mm-hmm. um you can use hamburger or breakfast sausage but i actually prefer chorizo, uh, chorizo. yes yeah, I, knew, I was absolutely. hoping you were gonna say that yeah uh prefer chorizo um you know brown it first on well i mean guess you can do it on a skill on the on the grill but i actually usually do it on the, on the oven but then i get some uh, some pepper jack um like a mexican blend 
and cheese, cube up some Velveeta, throw in some Rotel tomatoes, some chopped onions, some cumin, uh, some fresh cilantro, and then mix that all together and then smoke it for, you know, hour and a half, two hours at about 190, 195. And when it comes out, it's like there's people, drool is already starting to come out of the corners of some people's mouths as they see it. Uh, and is that cast in. iron you're doing that in? Yeah, well, it's you, you can do it in cast iron or, or just a Dutch oven, either one. Well, Craig, that sounds so good. Uh, we're running out of time this segment, but of course, we're bringing you back. So we're going to be talking more uh, home gating ideas with Craig Renfro. He's got tailgatermagazine.com. Check it out. Sign up on the newsletter. We'll be back on Barbecue Radio Network. Check out Barbecue Radio Network on Facebook. Give us a like. Dave and Andy need the attention. If you came across someone struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them? By their clothes. Their age. The way they speak. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America, 200 Food Bank Strong, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Network. I'm Dave Kais, along with our producer, T-Bone, and co-host, award-winning pitmaster, Annie Gronerman. This week, our guest is Craig Renfro, owner and president of Tailgater Magazine. Check it out. It's free to sign up, tailgatermagazine.com. And if you go to that website, they've got all these wonderful tabs, food and drink, grilling, gear, sports, expert advice, contests, shop, and I am a member. Back up, though, that important one, contests. Contest. Well, we're gonna we're gonna get that, <laughs> but I have to tell you, I am I have signed up for the newsletter. I get it all the time. I absolutely love it. Tailgatermagazine.com. But the one that just came across, um, cornhole. You sent out one about cornhole, Craig. We did because you know you can't have tailgating or home gating for that matter <laughs> without a good game of cornhole going on and there's and now the uh, professional cornhole league i don't know if that's the name of it but right well it's the it's the acl it's the american cornhole league, <laughs> there you go which they actually uh espn yes uh, picked them up uh, i think johnsonville brought so uh, yes. but is the primary sponsor yep. for them and uh, the kind of the whole premise for uh putting the show or putting the article out there that we did was uh you know last year with the kind of you know the everyone kind of being forced to sit at home and everything and looking for things to do um people started watching this uh show on espn on these corno competitions and of course you sit there to watch it and you think oh man i could do that and, and after a couple of beers who knows maybe your <laughs> it does get a little bit better you know what's sad <laughs> is i will watch back-to-back Cornhole competition followed by guys throwing axes at a wall. I thought you were starting a, a, a fantasy cornhole league, Dave. Well, I, I, I am called 1 800 corn. Never mind. Anyway. <laughs> so, so we were talking in between uh, while the commercials were running, uh, Craig, about cocktails. Yes. Andy, Andy, jump in there. Cocktails. Yeah, I mean, so, obviously, you got everybody over. You're going to have these amazing uh, chicken pillows of oh, goodness. Those- so, so what chicken you, bombs he talked so about what last do you segment? Bring, oh. What do you bring to the table from a cocktail perspective to kind of highlight that and and really bring those 
other flavors that you want? Are we doing like a margarita thing? Is it a whiskey thing? What goes good with something like that? Well, and you can obviously go one of two directions here. Um, you can go, hey, everyone, you know, BYOB, whatever you want to go. But I, I prefer kind of having a, a thematic party, if you will, and going with uh, what I call, you know, big batch cocktails. And I'm talking, you know, <laughs> multiple, multiple gallons because, uh, dang it, uh, my friends drink a lot. Are I you mean, making these? Are you making these in the bathtub? I mean, <laughs> and, and no, and I've got so, to agree. Every good party has a signature drink. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Roddy Mancuso taught me that years ago. He is the most interesting man in like mystery barbecue, but Craig's exactly right on that. You got to have a signature drink. Love it. Yeah. So, so if I'm doing, uh, you know, the, the Tex-Mex uh, fajitas, it, it, margaritas is, is, is a no brainer mm-hmm. there. Uh, the two go so well together. And so, you know, just, I, I start off in, and, you know, People say, oh, well, you know, if you're doing it in a margarita and it's, you know, frozen one or mixed, you know, it really doesn't matter what kind of tequila you get. I tend to disagree and will generally go out and, and at least get the uh, uh, Patron Silver just because it, to me, it just has a crisper, cleaner, smokier taste to it. But that um, you've got to use fresh, uh, you know, fresh limes. Don't get the limeade. Don't get some of the, the Bacardi mix or some of the other mixes that you see there at the grocery store. Go out and get fresh limes. It's a little bit of work, but I'm telling you, it makes all the difference in the world. And I've just got a, a, a two-gallon dispenser that um, the way I make them, I usually put together uh, kind of like a four-to-one ratio of um, mixer liquor. And uh, if you do the math on that, you'll see that those are actually pretty strong cocktails <laughs> not going to make you uh you know unable to uh you know make it to the bathroom when it's time to go but uh certainly <laughs> what, make you want to consider how many you have before you drive home which is a whole nother topic that we can get into there but uh the tex-mex uh, margaritas go really well um also rum and vodka are great for uh you know big bats uh you know big bats cocktails um i you know go with some kind of rum punch is, is certainly real easy to do but I, i'm a, a vodka person and uh just mix it with some you know club soda or tonic water um put it maybe you know some cranberry juice on the side for those who want to you know a splash of cranberry in there and maybe even some orange juice for those who want to uh you know have a, a shot of orange oj in there with it as well but uh you make them as strong as you like but uh you just you know have it there where it's where literally all someone has to do is go up there stick their cup under the spigot, <laughs> and, up the spigot. and when you're yeah, when you're making those margaritas are you a fan of orange in your margaritas so like a cointreau or a grand marnier or something like grand that is like a, yes absolutely good. Yes, absolutely. That is a d- defining uh, ingredient that separates the ordinary into the extraordinary. Absolutely. So we're talking with Craig Renfro. He's got Tailgater Magazine. Go check it out. Sign up for his free subscription, tailgatermagazine.com. And I want, uh, you know, speaking of the drinks, I, I know people are going to go, really, Dave? But if you've got a designated driver, virgin margaritas are actually excellent. I love virgin margaritas. So, yeah, why, I mean, why not? Well, you know, because the way you're making them in a tub like that, Craig, we got to get somebody to drive everybody home. 
Well, right. And, and, and certainly uh, we encourage, uh, my wife and I are fortunate that we have a, a huge house with multiple <laughs> bedrooms that uh, if you are unable to drive home, we will gladly take your keys from you and, and assure that you don't leave the uh, the front door. And, and if we, you insist on it, we have a hundred pound uh, shepherd dog. <laughs> there we go. That will deter you further. And many, many a person has woken up the next day and said, thank you, Craig. I'm so glad that you made me stay here. And now will you get this dog off my chest? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Exactly. (laughs) So is your margarita recipe out on the site? Yes, it it is. Um, Just go to our website. We have a a search, just Google margaritas and um, you will see it. So we were, we were talking earlier and you know, it's again, it's free to sign up for the digital version uh, of the magazine and that newsletter, but you also mentioned earlier some contests that you do. And so talk a little bit about that. Like what can uh, our listeners win from the website? Yeah. And, and, and contest actually may be a, a bit of a misnomer because a contest means competition that you have to do something like, you know, answer a yeah. question or complete a service. This is a giveaway. Like this is, yeah, giveaway would actually be a better word for it, but I guess we're just too lazy to change it on our <laughs> website because we want to, you know, make you think at least there's something, you know, challenging to it. But literally, at the end of the day, you just go to our website. We, we have two giveaways going on every single month. Our, oh, wow. our, our best giveaway is that uh, it's our uh, uh, Green Mountain Grill. It's their Davy Crockett uh, Pellet Grill. And this is like, you know, with tax, it's like a $350 grill that we have a relationship with them where, you know, they're one of our sponsors is one of our, our partners, but uh, they do provide products and stuff that we do out to with there. And so we give away a, a Green Mountain Grill pellet grill every single month of the year. And then we have about you know, a dozen other partners, um, Turvis Tumbers, Maverick uh, Thermometers, GCI Chairs, Kajaro Chairs, um, uh, Bacon Up, a handful of other partners that have, have all products uh, that they've you know partnered with us on to, uh, to give away. And so we kind of rotate those out every quarter. So we got a list of like four sponsors, if you will, each quarter that we'll do a special promotion for them. So it's, uh, you know, obviously free to enter. You can enter as many times as you want, although that doesn't increase your chances of now, winning. Now, Craig, um, but, Craig, uh, I got to ask you: Do hosts of Barbecue Radio Network qualify <laughs> for the giveaways? I'm just just asking for a friend. I, I, unfortunately, not. Uh, sponsors, media affiliates, and uh, friends and family do not qualify. Okay, well, that's for them. all the time we got for Craig. It was a wonderful <laughs> time. He was a great guest. We may have to. Uh, we're just going to call media. If, if you put in an email address, it would be no. No way we would know of tracking and made up. That's okay. We're just going to re-record with Meathead. So don't you worry (laughs) about it. Anyway, we've been having, it's so great to have you. Craig Renfro, check it out. Tailgater Magazine. That's tailgatermagazine.com. And we'll be right back on Barbecue Radio Network. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. 
probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Andy and Dave here on Barbecue Radio Network. And a barbecue shout-out goes to one of our wonderful sponsors, Old Hickory Pit Smokers. Check them out, oldhickorypits.com. They've got both commercial and residential smokers. And our weekly radio station barbecue shout-out goes to 1400 AM KRLN in Cannon City, Colorado, Fremont County's information source for local news, weather, and sports, and, of course, barbecue. And you can check them out on Facebook at 1400KRLN. By the way, one thing I noticed on their Facebook page, which this is kind of cool. This is a little while back, but they were they had a service to give free rides on New Year's Eve to everybody. Oh, so that's nice. I think that's very cool. Very cool. Helping out the community like that. So anyway, thank you to all of our radio stations for being a part of Barbecue Radio Network. So, Andy... What do we got this week? You know, one of our jobs here, one of our fun jobs that we get to do is help people become a better backyard barbecuer through different products. Now, Finding toys. Finding toys. Now, some of them are necessary, just like Craig Renfro, our last guest, talked about a thermometer, how important a thermometer is. Yes. Those are necessary. Other products we should talk about different times is like... I saw one of these ones where it was a little light that goes onto your smoker or grill. So for grilling at night, because this time of the year, you don't get a lot of sunlight. That's right. So what do you got for us this week? So, you know, we're going to be talking about sausage here Mm -hmm. a little bit and a great tool to add to the arsenal. Now, this is not a toy. Notice I called it a tool. Okay. Because it's not one of those things that you'll be able to use this for more than just sausage, but a good grinder. Okay. So... Uh, a good grinder, if you get a whole roast on sale at the store, so you pick up a cheap chuck roast or mm-hmm. an arm roast, you can grind your own hamburger. You can take your trim from that brisket that you're going to cook for the next 12 hours and save the trim off of that and make your own burger meat or meatballs or whatever. Uh, for sausage, a lot of times we use pork as a base. So taking a pork shoulder, cutting that into strips and grinding that down so that you can make your sausage. I mean... It's you'll get a ton of play out of the thing and it pays for itself because you're able to start with uh, an inexpensive cut of meat, grind it the way that you like it. And so I would say a good grinder. So Lem makes what they call a big bite grinder. Lem is the brand uh, and they're big in sausage. So and jerky and, and anything that's cured. So they have jerky cannons and things like that, but Lem big bite. And then if you're not going to grind all the time you don't need a a massive one but they make an eight pound grinder which is kind of a nice countertop size not too heavy that is what i would suggest dave is a good grinder uh that you can grind your own hamburger and your own pork for sausages or or patties or any of that and i'm making a note by the way because our topic next week is going to be burgers yes so i'm going to hit you up and talk about what goes into the grinder for hamburgers but don't don't we're, we're gonna we make not people, going there we're yet. gonna make people tune in next week see That's next this is, week this is a mean thing i'm doing but we're gonna make people tune in next week for that but i like i like what you're going there and of course by the way we have 
T-Bone, our co-host Andy, if you did not know this, reserve grand champion at the American Royal Open. That's yeah, a- that's... You know, oh, second, <laughs> first loser. I love it when he goes loser. all humble. Oh, yeah, I knew. Yeah, I, there I, were there were only five hundred teams I, that I, year. I, I, I kicked their rear ends. Is what I did. That's what I did. So, uh, grand champion here. So, let's talk about sausage. Uh, to me, a great a great winter type meal. Let's let's help us out with sausage because that's something I can't yeah. imagine. I've always, you know, you know me. I get the store bought, throw it on there, grill it up, and I'm good to go. But let's talk about. The good so stuff you can, with sausage. So there are things you can do. You can you can get as from scratch as you want, or you can start with even a breakfast sausage and turn it into something. Okay. Right? Um I like to start from scratch, grind my own meat. I like to go with a little bit coarser grind initially, and then grind back through with maybe some of my spices or seasonings that are going in before I make my sausage. So let's, um, let's if you don't mind. Because I've never done this, so I'm asking purely as a uh, non-grinding person, uh, what kind of spices? So uh, we can talk about lots of different options, but okay. in general, I like to have a good brat seasoning, which you can you can order brat seasonings or you can use your own ground mustard and nutmegs and everything to kind of come up okay. with your own. Um, one of my favorite sausages in town is from Q39. They do a, a chipotle cilantro sausage, and and they've published that recipe, so you oh, really? can make it yourself. Um, and that's one of my favorites to make. Like, I'll make 25, 30 pounds of that at a time, throw it in the freezer. 25 then, to 30 pounds? Yeah. How long does that take you? Uh, not horribly long. I mean, you figure that's three pork butts okay. that you've cut up and right. ground. And so it's, it's a two-hour process, two probably hours? two to three hours. But That's a labor of love right there. It's amazing that you can get great stuff. And then a good breakfast sausage, like ha- making a good breakfast sausage. So sage, garlic, onion, salt, pepper, a uh, little bit of cayenne if you like a little bit of heat. Um, but you take you take those ingredients and then natural casings is the other key for me. Um, you know, you get that real pop when you grill them. Like, you know, that snap that mm-hmm. you like. You don't get that without that natural casing. Um, and those are available, uh, believe it or not, several places in town, but especially uh, ethnic markets. Like we have this great uh, Mexican market over by the house and you can walk to the back counter and they'll just pull off however many feet of of natural casing that you want and just sell it to you for pennies. Now, do you know, can that be ordered online for people who don't have the yeah, luxury? Yeah, stuff if like you don't that? have a, a butcher shop or a meat counter that you can go to, you can order those. Again, Lem actually sells those bagged online. You can get them from all things but most, barbecue. Most meat counters, you can get that. At. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. And now, here's a here's a sausage question for you. I like them both, but link versus patties. I'm a link fan because I can always make a. I can break the link open and make a patty later. So I always like to do. <laughs> Tebow just went. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I always link them, and and they store nicely that way too. So I'm always a link fan. See, when I'm eating breakfast, though, I I you know, okay, I'm, we're talking three eggs, chubs. Just do a big chub. Do a one pound chub. Three three eggs, some some hash browns, some toast and jelly, chocolate milk. Gotta have chocolate milk. And I I like the patty. Chocolate though. milk, really? Yeah, I know. I'm twelve. 
Coffee, <laughs> coffee, you know, like a mocha. Maybe? Give you a <laughs> no, mocha. No, give me and don't give me that skim chocolate milk. Okay, do not give me skim chocolate milk. I want the I want the real stuff, whole chocolate milk. But but if I'm having breakfast, I I like to put everything on a fork. So I I like the patty a little bit better. Not that I won't eat the link. Trust me. No. But. So the patty's great. So I would if you're gonna use it for patties or even to break down and make biscuits and gravy or something oh. out of right. So you you can start with a chub and cut your own patties. Okay. And uh, for me, and this is another kind of key element, is making sure that you have the right amount of fat. Yes. Okay. In the sausage, if it is too lean, it'll actually crumble and break apart and be dry. Uh, a hallmark of a good sausage is enough fat. You want at least 20%, and I usually shoot for closer to 30. And you're my man. Okay, so we're, we're running a little out of time, but how about turkey sausage for people who want to be a little healthier? Absolutely. Turkey sausage is great. Uh, lean meat, easy to uh, manage through the, through the grinder if you want to grind your own turkey breasts. Uh, and that kind of a thing. I usually use dark meat, though. If I'm going to do a turkey sausage, I use all of the thighs. Is that because there's a little more fat in it? Kind of like more fat, a little sausage? more flavor. Yeah. Okay. And and you can you can use beef fat, duck fat, chicken. I mean, you can put other fats in. So you can use pork fat with your turkey sausage if you wanted to get enough fat in it to not be dry. Or you can use other things like apple oh, or really? other other moist items to keep your is moist okay i mean i I hate to say moist but that's so you can use those things to get that right okay dumb question when you're using an apple do do you how do you do that do you chop it up what do you do dice dice it nice and fine real fine Mm -hmm. and then you just put it all in there and then it comes out okay because i mean i like turkey um sausage on occasion yeah you know and the thing it is, if you don't know, you don't know. And it is healthier. It's, it's good. It's a little healthier. I mean, I have to do that once in a With while. With the whole chocolate milk, I'm sure it's super healthy, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> do not make fun of my chocolate milk, okay? When I do breakfast, I got to have chocolate milk, and that's just the way it is. And omelets, oh, I'm not of... making fun of your chocolate milk. I just wanted you to know that whole milk and turkey sausage, I mean, go skim if you're drinking the drinking the milk trust and me i've had sausage. many a big mac with a diet coke okay so don't make fun of me at all and you're the guy in the room with a cardiologist <laughs> <laughs> anyway we want to thank craig renfro for being on the show great guests as always tailgater magazine check him out tailgater magazine and our january barbecue sauce of the week is smoke on wheels barbecue marinade and next week, we're going to have Stan Hayes, co-founder of Operation Barbecue Relief. You can check him out, obr.com, and we'll be talking about burgers next week, right here on Barbecue Radio Network. You love food, and when you love food, you love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends' and family's faces when they bite into it. Old Hickory Pit Smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll-free, 800-223-9667.